0: Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Erin Fraser,
1: And I'm Matt Bose. In our annual attempt at finding Bollywood films noir for November, we discuss two thrillers from the 1960s that maybe you could call noir.
0: <laughs> First up, Shami Kapoor travels to Singapore to investigate his friend's disappearance in Shakti Samanta's Singapore from 1960.
1: Then, after he's accused of murdering his wife, Rajesh Khanna escapes to Nanda's house, In Yash Chopra's Itafak from 1969.
0: Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, traditional lands of First Nations and Métis people. Cheers. Sure. Cheers to another November.
1: We lived. We lived another year.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had an open bottle of Prosecco. If People are wondering why Matt's choosing me. And I don't know if uh, this will stay carbonated till Sunday it's Monday today. It was opened yesterday. So I don't know if it was carbonated till Sunday for mimosa o'clock.
1: I mean, these are your classic podcaster problems. Oh, I don't <laughs> know if this uh, this champagne we're drinking is going to last long enough. We better drink it quickly. Okay, well,
0: here's what happened. This is, everyone cares about this. Uh, I ordered. There's a lot of
1: drinking in Noir. This is That's true. in character. That's true. We should also be smoking cigarettes. Should I get my vape?
0: <laughs> no.
1: You don't want me to vape <laughs> no. while while podcasting? Okay,
0: but do you want to know what happened?
1: No, I was there. I don't need to know. <laughs> you made you made a drink with uh, Prosecco and then you were like, uh oh, I can't drink this whole bottle. No,
0: that's not what happened. What happened was I put in an order a liquor order because it is COVID times and so we don't actually go to stores. We just have everything delivered to us, right?
1: Like Victorian's now.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I put in a big liquor order and I ordered two 375 milliliter bottles of prosecco for sunday brunches because every sunday morning i make us a big brunch and we watch anime and drink mimosas well they brought two 750 milliliter bottles oh no which is like not a problem to have more prosecco but especially for you Yeah, <laughs> but yeah anyways so that's why we have leftover prosecco because they brought big bottles instead of small bottles
1: wasn't that a spellbinding story, everybody? <laughs> yes. Okay,
0: so, Norvember. Didn't you love that story? <laughs> Norvember. We do this every year. We try to. We try to.
1: Every <laughs> single time we try to.
0: Every year we try to. And Can you
1: pull them up? What, what was the problem with each one?
0: Sure. I think and the you know, Dev
1: Anand one was fine.
0: Yeah, that one, that one was fine. Uh, that was our first Norvember with Neo Barnholden. Still one of my all-time favorite episodes. Ever we discussed- since
1: Neil left, though, like, <laughs> Norvember has gone downhill.
0: Yeah, we discussed uh, Bozzi and CID. Both of them were movies, great. Good yeah. movies. Yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah. Uh, the following year, we did a episode on femme fatales in a couple of neo-noirs. We did Ishkia and Satkun I don't remember... I don't think we had... it. There being specific issues with coming up with that episode.
1: I think it was... We were looking for some other femme fatale movies. We couldn't find them. But those ones worked out okay. Yeah, yeah. This... It, we hadn't quite had our precipitous fall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This this episode that we good. do, uh, this November episode that we do, has often had complications. So we don't even attempt to try and find three movies at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the following year, we did a couple, Anur and you're in films, Black Friday and No Smoking.
1: Stretching the bounds of noir. But I, I think they both count. So these two, too.
0: Yeah. And that specific episode was kind of a hail mary in the end because we were trying to get our hands on the original it effect from 1969
1: yeah this, and is, this is when this this is actually three years in the making this yeah, episode
0: yeah so and we ordered it and it never showed up could not get our hands on it we were going to talk about the two it effects never showed up couldn't get our hands on it so we're going to
1: call it and that's the it effect
0: <laughs> we eventually moved on uh then we did an episode on stream Ragavan. Ragavan. Uh, because Antedoune was in theaters.
1: Oh, this is when we tried to use that stupid big flicks, right? And we couldn't watch Johnny Godard and it didn't work. Or was that the year before?
0: That was a previous year. See, again, like we've just always had. We problems. don't. We don't
1: always. <laughs> yeah, I think we did bitch about it though. Like people probably did know that we tried that service.
0: Yeah, and so we discussed Johnny Gaudreau and Agent Vinod. Agent Vinod, definitely not Noir. But,
1: <laughs> but last, still fun. Year, I, I did like it.
0: Last year we did Madhumati and Wokanti. We'd been trying to watch Wokanti for years.
1: Another one where the the streaming kind of failed us, but it, they got the bugs worked out. And I think those are kind of in the realm of like I don't know, sort of supernatural noirs.
0: Yeah, Wokanti is great, and again, very clearly Bollywood.
1: Madhumati was decent.
0: Yes. Uh so yeah, it's just every year. We we set our sights on something and it rarely works out. But this year.
1: I found a bunch this year and you didn't want them.
0: Well, this year I had my heart set on finally discussing Yash Chopers at Effect.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I found a bunch of 40s ones. That. Hopefully they'll be around next time.
0: No, you found some 50s ones.
1: There's a couple 40s ones.
0: They were mostly 50s. Sure.
1: Whatever.
0: (laughs) Because you used a Filmfare article on the Best 50s Bollywood Noir.
1: Yeah, and instead, we just went by the seat of our pants for this one.
0: No. I had my heart set on finally discussing It Effect, and I was doing some research on what else we could watch with it. At one point, we were looking at Gumnam, uh, which is the Bollywood film that is famously featured in Ghost World.
1: The opening titles, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, but that's an Agatha Christie adaptation. It is also from the 60s. And I just kind of... I, I do really it want to watch fun. that movie. And yeah. it's available. So I think we should try and work that in soon. Uh, especially because I think that's a movie that a lot of people have a passing familiarity with just because it's in the ghost world.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they might just remember... Yeah, they just know The that. masks, I guess. There was like... Domino masks.
0: They just know that, but I kind of thought Agatha Christie is not really in that hardboiled tradition, so no. let's not. She's in do fact it. the
1: exact opposite.
0: And so you and I looked, both looked at a lot of lists of, you know, like Indian noir, Bollywood noir,
1: and I threw them all in the garbage and went with this one I saw on Netflix instead.
0: Okay, yeah. So that was my question. So I had a couple lists I was working with trying to find what was available. You were looking at was available.
1: The film fair list. Part yeah.
0: part of why I didn't want some of your suggestions they're new was because I didn't want to do contemporary. I wanted to, to within a pack. Yeah. I wanted something older.
1: I found a bunch of old ones.
0: So yeah, you you found a bunch from the fifties. We decided to go for the one in the sixties because it affects also from the sixties. Although we're doing nineteen sixty 1960 and nineteen sixty nine, so you know we're at the beginning and the end of the sixties. And also, but it where was where did on- Singapore come from? It.
1: Came up, I it came at, up on Netflix. Because
0: I looked at the list you had looked at, and I didn't see it listed on there, because I was going to No, pull... it was the
1: title of that list.
0: No, no, no. I looked at the... Li- oh, the film, the fair film list, The yeah. Filmfare list, and I... Like...
1: I don't know. It came out of the past, out of, the, past, out of link, the ether.
0: I'll link the Filmfare uh, list. The th- honestly, which we might use next honestly, year. Honestly, <laughs>
1: the thing I liked about it was it was on Netflix, and usually you can be assured you're going to get good subs. Right. Because you can't always guarantee that with... Hotstar, and Eros Now, and even Amazon Prime, they'll change the length of movies, as we learned last time. Yeah, So, like, Netflix is a pretty good bet.
0: And that's a problem we've had with our past More of episodes, is we think that there's going to be certain films available, and we've run into this a lot with Eros Now, with older titles. We think Mm -hmm. that we're going to have access to certain films, we sit down to watch them, and we can't get subtitles. And I think... But that's part of why. I mean, the, when we not, list off our us. noir member episodes, and you're like, "Oh, you put all that in noir," it's like, "Well, we'd had a plan, and then we started grasping at straws."
1: Yeah, and so for that one guy I was arguing about with a film noir about, uh, I hope he doesn't listen. I don't know. I think that these Singapore definitely looks like a film noir and has a film noir story until an event happens, and then it goes off the rails. And it, in fact, has kind of a noir story and some sort of. They're both neo noirs, actually. They're, yeah. They're sixties. It's it's got some. I I don't know if it has quite the noir visuals, but it's definitely got a very hard boiled story. And um, there's some there's some ways of getting around the low budget that I think are very noir. But oh, we'll yeah. we'll get into that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately there is no true Bollywood noir. Like it it doesn't exist.
1: <laughs> uh So what you're saying is no true noir in that you would need a specifically 50s movie made by German immigrants with a lot of Dutch angles and it has to be about the American post-war experience. Yeah, I agree. There probably isn't a a Bollywood noir that fits that bill.
0: Exactly. It just It
1: it, is impossible. It it is
0: kind of impossible. It doesn't exist. I mean, I think you can argue... There's movies influenced by them, though. Exactly. I think you can argue that there are... British noirs, obviously, The Third Man. Mm-hmm. And I think you can argue that there are some French films. But for the most part, any anything we discuss in our Noir member series is going to be neo-noir, or is going to be noir adjacent.
1: And the definition of neo-noir is a noir that actually knows it's a noir. Yeah. It's trying and comes to... comes after the period. It's trying to look like that, have that sort of sensibility... But the original ones were honestly just made on the cheap by a bunch of Germans who didn't want to join the Nazi party, and they didn't know that they were creating a whole new mode of filmmaking. They were like, how do we make this movie so quickly? Also, um, Seijin Suzuki for Japan, like, he was making noir.
0: Yeah, but again, noir adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. So, ultimately...
1: You have a very strict, (laughs) some might say pedantic, argument for what a noir is, but... Since it's a mode and not a genre and not a style, it actually is hard to pin down. So it is, You might as yeah. well pick. You might as well pick this hill to die on. Why not?
0: Well, all all I'm saying is that like there's a very I think there's a very strict definition is what of what is true film noir, mm-hmm. and then things out the side of that are neo noir or noir adjacent or noir inspired, and so this series that we do this noir of Ember series,
1: it should is, be neo noir November is what you're saying.
0: Well. Just because we're talking about Bollywood films, it's always going to be noir-adjacent and noir-inspired.
1: And yes, this is where we run into another one of our issues, is that it is quite difficult to get movies from the 40s and older, Mm -hmm. much less have them with subs so we can actually see what's going on. So yeah, it it may be that there might be some crime movie that came out around then that you could slide into it.
0: Yeah. But
1: we'll probably never know.
0: Yeah. I, I do think, though, that both of these films have noir elements despite the fact that i don't think either of them are truly noir which is fine
1: or even neo-noir
0: yeah which which is fine because they're both thrillers that's a big part of what that's a big part of what our annual november episode is about a
1: continuing cascade of disappointment
0: <laughs> uh november is so genius too because november gets real dark here real early and yeah it just, the sun it sets at four to, o'clock yeah that uh that noir feeling really starts to set in. It sets in our bones. The,
1: well, the streets are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Not just because of catching the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, mm-hmm. but also because you could freeze to death. Yeah. But it wasn't. It hasn't actually been that cold yeah. yet, listeners. It's maybe been minus 13. I know for many of you that is <laughs> actually absurd, but, uh, um, you know, it gets really cold, let's say January.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of snow.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, for us, it doesn't really. We don't really think it gets cold till it gets to minus thirty. We're
1: hard. We're hard boiled over here.
0: Uh, yeah. So I don't want to get too much into the details of explaining what noir is. I feel like we've look done it up. that.
1: Just look at the. There'll be a note. Yeah, I. Note.
0: I think we've done that on a lot of our previous episodes.
1: Let me see if I series. could do it in ten words.
0: It's not a genre.
1: No, it's. Okay. We will
0: die on that hill.
1: Depressing.
0: Nihilistic. Moody,
1: nihilistic, Dutch angles, Venetian blinds, <laughs> leggy dames, detectives. Does that cover it? Sure. Detectives slash insur- insurance investigators. <laughs> or in this one, uh, potential murderers and rich guy? am <laughs> not actually sure what Shami Kapoor's job was. He owned a rubber plantation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, uh, yeah, so... See, I did it
1: in ten words. You did
0: it in ten words. I'm very impressed. Congratulations. Okay, Thank you. should we get into it? Do you have anything else to say at the top about noir or why why we picked these movies? You just came across Singapore, so we watched it.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I liked it. Yeah, that's fair. I think it was fun. It was dumb, but I had a good time. Yeah. And I have very specific complaints, which we'll get into very shortly, and I think you agree with me. Okay, so... Singapore came out in 1960, uh, directed by Shakti Samanta, uh, starring Shami Kapoor, Padmini, Shashikala, K. N. Singh, who is the noir guy. Yeah, he's like been that a lot guy. Of them. If you if you show if 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 you see that guy in a movie, he's like um, not quite the same sort of character, but like a Peter Lorre. You know yeah. that if that guy shows up, like it's going to get greasy. Yeah, he's like if Peter Lorre and Sydney Greenstreet were the same guy, mm-hmm. but he's not fat.
0: He's got such a good face. Yeah, he's got a great, great face. Great eyebrows.
1: Yeah. Uh, Maria Minado, Agha, and Madan Puri. So this is the first full-length Bollywood film to be shot on location outside of India. And guess where it was shot? Singapore. It was shot in Singapore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there are a lot of scenes that just want to show you how great Singapore is. The gardens and, well, and the streets. And, I really like that. I, yeah. I
1: like the travel aspect of this movie.
0: Yeah, but it really like, <clears throat> it makes sense. Uh, it, and it presents Singapore as, like...
1: It's kind of a dangerous but kind of glamorous place. Yeah, it, it presents yeah.
0: it as the place you want to go as opposed to, as opposed to like, a dangerous place.
1: Yeah. No, it looks cool. It's it's that kind of nighttime excitement, right? Like, yeah. oh, it's kind of sexy, it's kind of dangerous, but also you want to go there. It's exciting. I mean, yeah. we want to go anywhere. <laughs> and stuck inside since March.
0: Don't you love... Our apartment, though? We got a new rug, Matt.
1: No, I, I, I do like our apartment. It's <laughs> just, I would love to go to Singapore.
0: It has champagne. Singapore so is probably want? a
1: lot less dangerous than Alberta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, we're not the, doing well.
1: The mean streets of Edmonton. Uh, so Singapore. So it actually has a fairly simple plot. There's a lot of like twists and turns in things, but you can still steal it down pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, Shami Kapoor is a rich guy. Who owns a rubber plantation in Singapore? He's actually in uh, Bombay, I think, mm-hmm. and he's got his friend Ramesh, who runs the place. Yeah, and Ramesh calls him and says that there's like they found a map of the plantation. There's there could be something buried there, mm-hmm. and he's a little bit worried because there's various mafia types. It's kind of dangerous in Singapore, so. You know, you should, you should come here and help me figure out what's going on. So, Shami Kapoor flies to uh, um, Singapore, and his friend has disappeared mysteriously. Mm-hmm. So, he goes on a kind of adventure to figure out, okay, what happened to my friend? Who's this lady? Who's this other lady? He meets a couple Who's dames. Who's this other lady? <laughs> Who are these dames?
0: Yeah there are many dames in this film.
1: Uh there's a whole song about how there's a ton of dames in Singapore <laughs> yes. uh, which we'll play because it's fun and it's you should you should look up the uh video actually uh if we can find it on YouTube.
0: Yeah actually a lot of the songs from this film are on YouTube and the quality looks really great. So Probably
1: I'll... better than the movie.
0: Yeah actually I think they did look better. Uh Although the the print the print we watched on the Netflix The first
1: reel was bad the rest was okay. Yeah,
0: was was pretty good. Uh but I was really happy to find these songs on YouTube. So I I will put them in the in the show notes and and we'll certainly discuss them.
1: Okay, so what do I think about this having noir elements? Well, uh, the main character Smokes a cigarette in every single scene.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so much so, in fact, that we were wondering like, how? Why is his lighter so big? But he had a lighter built into his cigarette case, which I thought was really cool.
0: It's a very noir setup. Yes. Too. You have to
1: find a yeah. missing guy. That that's classic. Like. Yeah. Uh, just tracking down someone's old haunts and their, you know, the people in their life, and a kind of outsider hero comes to town and tries to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Uh, cinematography. I would say probably half of this movie takes place at night. Mm-hmm. There's lots of sort of shadowy locales, Venetian blinds.
0: There were a lot of Venetian blind shadows. and lots mean, 100% of good, give you that. Lots
1: of good nighttime stuff with neon mm-hmm. and uh, like oh, those flickering lights, that kind of thing. So yeah, I think visually it has it. But this movie stops being noir.
0: It's got like a femme fatale too.
1: Yeah, there's a femme fatale.
0: Yeah.
1: When it stops being noir and kind of comes more like a like a 30s adventure serial, yeah. I think. <laughs> um the
0: third act?
1: Yeah, because Shemik Kapoor finds out that there is like buried treasure, like pirate gold basically on his rubber plantation. And there's a there's a woman known only as the boss. She's got a fedora on and then dark sunglasses and then kind of like a Cobra Commander mask, which, you know, way ahead of her time, 60 years ahead of it. She figured out that you need to wear a mask all the time. And then she's kind of ordering around a gang of goons. Yeah. Which that's pretty. I mean, some of the noir movies got kind of elaborate like that, but this is sort of becoming more like Les Vampires or something. Yeah. Like, here's here's our hero getting caught in various scrapes, and he's got this weird antagonist he's got to deal with. And also, he adopts a personality as this, uh, I think he's Afghani. He says he's a Pathan for sure, but he calls himself Gulab Khan, <laughs> and he dresses kind of like a beatnik guy from Afghanistan might look like. And he uses this to enter the boss's gang and figure out where Ramesh is, that kind of thing. But he's so over the top. Yeah, he he's running around basically like a hyperactive monkey guy. He's got this refrain that, "Oh, I was prophesized that I'm going to kill nine people. And I've only killed six, so maybe you'll be next." And he says that ten times. So, like, it still looks like a noir. It doesn't quite do the Dutch angle thing, but it there's lots of shadows, lots of low-key lighting that kind of thing but it just kind of gets a little silly
0: yeah although i i think it works overall because mm-hmm. it's that kind of like blending of different tones um different genres i will say uh get you know, that kind of mixture of thriller and mystery and comedy mm-hmm. uh and adventure like you said and and it all kind of it all kind of works, I think. And and I do agree that, that the noir elements are there.
1: Most noirs are not about rich guys. No. Like that's he, a little weird. he's like a Doc Savage or like a Lamont Cranston or even a Batman, like mm-hmm. a guy with a lot of resources who can make up disguises and doesn't have to worry about his job. Whereas a noir mm-hmm. usually like it's a detective who's working for 20 bucks a day plus expenses or like an insurance agent or a criminal and they're Usually just worried about where their next dinner, their next meal is going to come from. Mm-hmm. Much less like, oh, I'll just have my secretary order this.
0: Haggard housewife turned restaurateur.
1: Yeah. Like, the desperation mm-hmm. for him, like, he gets captured a few times. But it's it's mostly he wants to save his friend and figure out what the hell's going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. This film does not have the nihilism. No. Uh, so it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't have the themes of noir.
1: Main character is too nice. Like he's yeah. he's a good guy, even though he pretends he's a murderer.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have the themes of noir, but it has some of the trappings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but it's definitely you know new know noir.
1: Came out in 1960.
0: Works for us.
1: Yeah, close enough for government work, as they say.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I did really enjoy this film. That being said, I think it's a bit uneven. It's padded. Yeah, it's definitely padded there's like
1: 14 songs we
0: rarely say this but there's too many songs yeah too many songs and when I was looking at the soundtrack I think I own. there's only like eight listed and I was like still it it felt like too many because they reprise some of them
1: song about driving around Singapore and there's a ton of dames great song yeah everyone likes this but then you get the like two or three romantic songs because there's a couple different girls he's romancing.
0: I will say there's a great one at like a hotel where they're singing around like a swimming pool. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and and there's a bunch of girls, like, like sitting on the edge of the pool. And, yeah, the girl that Shami Kapoor is singing with, she just walks up and, like, bodily just pushes their heads into the water and they go flying. Yeah, Padmini. Weird. Yeah, that was, that was strange. And Padmini
0: just, like, pushes them all in. And then you see girls, like, go up a, like, diving board. They go up
1: a diving board, they jump off the diving board, and then we never see them fall in the water. It was very unsatisfying. It's a it's it's Chekhov's diving board. If yeah. someone jumps off something, you better see them fall.
0: That song felt completely designed to show off.
1: Bathing the sense. hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: yeah, there's one with Maria Minato in like a garden in Singapore about how great it is to like it's like Chinese fall history in love right in Singapore yeah and how great Chinese history is yeah that's like again it like, seemed like
1: an interesting location
0: oh yeah yeah that and that was a lot of fun uh, there's one at like a new Indian club
1: yeah I think it's actually called New Indian Club yeah. something like that
0: <laughs> yeah which is also like they're really and Helen shows
1: up for one I think it might be that one
0: yeah she's an item number she does an item number uh, so it like. It is really fun. it's just there's a lot of them and they start to really kind of distract from the rest of the story. Yeah, this and is a three you... star
1: movie that had you taken out the songs three and a half had you taken out Gulab Khan or made him like less stupid? four stars?
0: Yeah, yeah it's just like it just it it starts to lose its steam even mm-hmm. though I really enjoyed it and it's I will say like the mystery is pretty predictable
1: mm-hmm. maybe a little racist too
0: yeah maybe there's
1: some there's some kind of made up Singapore language in a song it's a little rub's <laughs> a little weird, but it was sixty years ago
0: Mhm so yeah well, overall, like I did enjoy it i I think
1: noir fans would like it. It's not a noir, but it's got a lot of things they like,
0: yeah I think just like fans of old movies old old musicals would probably like it huh. yeah. It's got it's got a lot of good elements going for it. It just doesn't come together completely as a satisfying whole.
1: Did you like Shami Kapoor, though?
0: I did, yeah. Yeah, I...
1: I think he's I handsome. Don't... He looks kind of like Brando.
0: Mm, he's got sure. that chin. Yeah. I didn't like as much his kind of turn towards comedy.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: but, yeah, he's got a lot of charisma. I, I do like him. Well,
1: he's got a great look because... Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bit with Ramesh at the beginning, and then Shah Kapoor shows up, and he rolls up to the airport wearing sunglasses and smoking, and then he gets on the airplane and still smoking, wearing sunglasses, and then he gets off the airplane still wearing sunglasses, and smoking, driving around. He even wears them at night, and he just realizes that those Ray Bans look pretty dope.
0: <laughs> they do. Cool guys wear sunglasses, Matt.
1: Yeah, even at night. Even at night. But like, he's kind of got this big galoot energy. I like. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's super lithe and like a great dancer, but you know, he's like a good time guy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You're just happy to see him.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. He's the George Wendt of Bollywood.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I think overall we enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pretty good. I don't know how much I'll remember, but I liked it.
0: All right. Let's play the song about all the dames in Singapore.
1: Yeah, that's Yesahar Bada Abala from Singapore, aka lots of dames. In singapore In
0: Singapore. Yes, <laughs>
1: This episode of is for Lovers is brought to you by the Well Endowed Podcast, part of the Edmonton Community Foundation. On episode 83, Santa's Anonymous, Jocelyn Roberts tells us about how the amazing volunteers at 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous helped her feel valued when she was younger. Also, they talk with Janine Foote, Marketing and Communications Manager at Santa's Anonymous, about what it takes to deliver thousands of toys to children in low-income homes each year. For more information on The Well Endowed Podcast, check out thewellendowedpodcast.com. This episode is also brought to you by Taproot Edmonton It Presents Igniting Innovation, a new podcast series on the evolution of a new t- tech startup scene. Here's more.
0: We got entrepreneurs here that are dreamers. They see the world and they say, we can make it better. And all of us in the
1: audience here, we can help them make that better world. We're now consistently generating over hundred K per month.
0: Now we want to take this platform and make it go
1: truly global.
0: This is the story of Edmonton's tech innovation sector. I'm Emily Rendell Watson, and I'm the host of the newest podcast from Taproot Edmonton presents Igniting Innovation. This six-episode series will explore how startups and investors are coming together to build what's next. We'll hear the stories of entrepreneurs, new and experienced tech investors, and those who are working to build the sector. I want to build closer bonds with entrepreneurs and members of the innovation community. You'll be able to check out new episodes weekly from Edmonton Startup Week through to the Startup TNT Investment Summit. Listen at presents.taprootedmonton.ca or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: So once again, subscribe to Taproot Edmonton Presents Igniting Innovation at presents.taprootedmonton.ca.
0: So that was Yes Har Bada Albella from Singapore.
1: Which means Uh, I think all the dames I met in Singapore, (laughs) a song by me Shami Kapoor. (laughs) Right? Yes. I think my Hindi's getting better. Your Hindi's
0: getting It's impeccable. Uh, So that brings us to It a movie I've been waiting... Years to see, which is kind. Originally of... Originally, the fact. Which is kind of what this series is. We again couldn't like couldn't get a hold on Ek has seen a thief. Mm-hmm. Took a while to get a hold of it. Finally able to watch it. Didn't
1: watch it in a November episode. <laughs> Didn't do
0: it in a November episode. Would have worked, but would have uh, worked great actually. <laughs> took us a while to get to to get a hold of Wokonti with subtitles. Finally, you know, worked into one of these episodes. So finally, we're getting to. It affects, it's on Amazon Prime. Not a
1: film noir. <laughs> Not at all.
0: It has noir elements.
1: I think Singapore has more noir elements, hmm. honestly. You think so? Okay. This, this I think, has more in common with uh, Peeping Tom and those kind of slightly sleazy movies that led up to Psycho mm. than it does with um, a noir film.
0: I will say, like, it does have kind of strong Hitchcock energy in parts. Um, Yeah. And Hitchcock's not. I mean, you could probably argue that, like, Shadow of a Doubt is noir, but... He had a couple. Yeah, he had some noir, but that he worked in the mode all the time. He really didn't. Yeah. Came out in 1969, directed by Yash Chopra. It's one of his early films.
1: It's really interesting compared to all of his other movies, too. He kind of... He kind of got a lot out of his system, I think. And then he goes on to do a lot more. Well, he basically creates the genre of what he does afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is very experimental in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, and this is the last film that he directed for his brother's production company, B.R. Chopra. Hmm. And so after this, he will go on. He would go on to establish Yashash. Y.R.F. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, you know, discover he loves Switzerland. Yeah.
1: And sweaters.
0: <laughs> uh, and
1: infidelity.
0: Yeah, it's 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 interesting to see this this kind of these early Yash Chopra films because they they're really different than the kind of King of Romance that we see later on in his career. At some point, we'll fill in all the gaps and have a a better understanding of Yash Chopra. Could bring Manish what's on; forth. he's the expert. Well, we did. We could do it again. Okay.
1: Why not? It's pandemic now.
0: <laughs> do whatever you want. It's our podcast. All we the do time. We want. Just.
1: Whatever you feel like.
0: Uh, from what I understand, this was, I think, the fourth Bollywood film made that has no songs. Hmm. Yeah. There's no interval and there are no song numbers.
1: It does have twists, though. It's sort of like so uh, many twists. Race 1969.
0: <laughs> it stars Rajesh Khanna. Race Nan- Origins. <laughs> it stars Rajesh Khanna, Nanda, Bindu, Iftikhar Puri again, Sujit Kumar, and Gajanan Jagadar. It's a remake of the American film "Signpost to Murder" with Joanne Woodward, 1964. Okay, Uh, which, from what I understand, there was a Gujarati remake of, and then and then we get it. A fact.
1: So it's not like action replay. It's like oh, it's actually a play, a play based on "Back to the Future."
0: No, no. Wikipedia tells me it's about a man on the run after killing his wife takes refuge in the house of a woman who is hiding dark secrets of her own.
1: Well, that sounds about the same, yeah. Uh,
0: That's the plot of It Effect. Do I need to explain the plot of It Effect?
1: (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, we already watched a film called It Effect a little while ago.
0: Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Signpost to Murder, but I quite like Joanne Woodward, so I'd be interested in catching up with it. It's directed by George Englund. Hmm. uh, Who, I don't know.
1: doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know and I don't recognize any of his films. We're not talking about that one.
0: We're not talking about that film. We are talking about It Effect, which was nominated for five Film Film awards and won two Best Director and Best Sound.
1: Impressive. I think the sound is pretty useful. There's kind of parts where you have to sort of puzzle out what you think a sound is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's one of those sort of showy movies.
0: Yeah. Uh, the film was remade a couple years ago, also called Itifact, which means coincidence. I don't know if I mentioned that. What a coincidence. Uh, starring Sanakshi Sinha, Akshay Khanna, and it was Siddharth Malhotra, right? Yeah. Uh, which I thought was a decent Siddharth movie. Siddharth
1: Malhotra as himself oddly enough. It's really <laughs> weird. I don't know why he put all this stuff in a movie. He, he, someone should tell the cops about him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought that version of Itifact was decent. I liked
1: uh, it. I liked it. I think... Akshay Kana, you need that guy in the movie.
0: Akshay Khanna's great in it. That that was one of the things I really liked. Yeah. Uh, I will say for anyone who has maybe seen one Itafak but not the other, I think the these two versions remind me of like Dawn and Dawn, where it's kind of like similar up until a point when at the end they just decide to like surprise you. This
1: one I could see being a great stage play.
0: A, this would, You know what this kind of reminded me of, which is why the, the Hitchcock... Similarity makes total sense to me. Kind of the, reminded me of Rope.
1: Oh, yeah. Sure.
0: You know, just yeah. kind of like really set-bound. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the basic plot, Rajesh Khanna is accused of murdering his wife. He's
1: a professional painter of all yeah. things.
0: Yeah, he's a painter. Gets he mad at
1: his wife for ripping up a painting.
0: Says he didn't do it. A doctor decides that he is insane, and he will either be hanged if he's found to not be insane but guilty of the murder or he will be thrown in a insane asylum for the rest of his life. That's a so no way he, out
1: proposition. That's a noir thing that happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he escapes the insane asylum and takes refuge in the home of Nanda during a storm. She is home by herself. Her husband is away on business.
1: Jagmothan, I think his name was. And she's yeah.
0: obviously spooked <laughs> that she's being held by a, a madman. Yeah. Uh most of the film Most of the film takes place over the course of the evening where he I don't want to say he holds her hostage, but you know, he's
1: he's in he, and out of the house a lot. Like he's duck, ducking when people come by. Yeah. He's he's terrorizing her. I don't know about hostage.
0: Yeah, but he I mean, he is threatening to hurt her if she calls for help. Uh but over the course of the evening, you know, a neighbor comes by to get some milk. I steals think it is. steals a bunch of her apples, too. Yeah. Um, some cops come by cuz you know, they hear something and they check on her. And and starts starts to realize that she she might also be hiding something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the basic premise. The film is Fascinating in its direction. It's really, it's really expressionist in places. Yeah, uh, which I think does have it's some noir elements. Yeah. We should say it's, it's also
1: very cheap, like a lot of film noir. Very
0: cheap looking. Uh, and and from what I understand, like th- from like start to finish, it took like three months to get this to screen, and they shot it in like twenty days. Like oh, it was okay. very cheap. I
1: thought you were saying three months to film. Like, no, this looks like about three weeks to film.
0: No, from start of like. The script yeah, yeah. to it on screen. Oh, that it took makes like sense. Yeah, three months, and it's it's one. It's kind of a film in a long line of like big successes starring Rajesh Khanna. Mm-hmm. He had like something like seventeen hits in a row.
1: Yeah, we we knew him from Anand.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it has some very expressionist shots, especially kind of like the courtroom scene with Rajesh Khanna. You kind of at first see it in shadows
1: along a wall yeah along
0: a wall and then you kind of pan over and kind of you have this high angle of Rajesh kind of kind of in the little like booth
1: <laughs> that booth thing yeah
0: the little booth with with thing his with his a, great
1: uh, his great defense of like I couldn't kill her I couldn't kill anybody. I'll kill anyone who says I kill <laughs> her. I'll kill you, judge. I'll kill you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: He does that a bunch and it's like dude, that's actually illegal.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I mean Chopra's so inventive here. There's a really great scene where Rajesh Khan is kind of behind a door and he looks at everything through a keyhole.
1: That's the the peeping Tom thing I was kind of yeah. thinking of. Yeah.
0: yeah, like it's just like I think there's a lot of creativity on display here. Also, the like opening uh, what title scene. What <laughs> no, was what? that? The title card for B.R. Chopra Films is like... Like a four s-
1: minutes long?
0: Like a yeah, like a four minute long experimental Saul Bass piece.
1: Psychedelic Odyssey <laughs> into shapes.
0: Yeah.
1: It ruled. I I would like to watch another movie from the studio just to see that again.
0: Yeah. I do think I think this film has more elements.
1: Yes, well, it's another one where the story is pretty noir. Yeah. A guy who's the absolutely is very desperate. Noir. There's some camera trickery early on, which is very mm-hmm. reminiscent of that expressionist style. But eventually once they get to that house, it's all just kind of lit the same and it's it's very stage bound to me. So it's another I, one that has it's it's noirish, but it, I don't think it's there.
0: Yeah, but I do think Chopra's very creative in in just in, in in his camera work. yeah I think it's really and and what really impressed me was how he would draw your attention to things like the chandelier the or phone. The, the phone the lighter and then how as things would unfold and kind of the twists would and unfold, like, uh-huh. those things would start to become or you're like, important. <laughs> yeah, I I was really taken with this film. You weren't as much though. And and you kept saying, well I've seen it already because you've seen the remake, but I don't I I think they're okay. very
1: Yeah. They're so,
0: similar to a, to a point, but I do think they're quite different.
1: Yeah, so the remake isn't quite in so actually Sun's house all the time. Mm-hmm. But my main problem and the, is... And
0: the remake has, like, a Rashmon element to it that this doesn't really
1: have. Yeah, because they're in, like, an interrogation room and Akshay Khanna's yeah. sweating the story out of them. But here's the problem. Like I said before, this movie needs Akshay Khanna to survive. Mm. Because in this, you have the doctor in charge of the insane asylum, some lawyer who goes to the insane asylum to check up on him, and the head cop. Yeah. So you have, like, three male authority figures. Like, two of them smoke pipes like it
0: works better if that's all one character if it's
1: all one guy yeah. who's trying to solve that thing rather than three interchangeable guys it would make the movie go faster and you can actually have a character for that okay
0: guy. this movie does not overstay its welcome it's under two hours
1: yeah that's true but like the, i think it the I, cop carvey he, he kind of gets cool by the end because he's doing sort of like colombo style reveals and i like that but like yeah I don't care about the doctor. I don't care about the lawyer. The lawyer is absolutely useless. He just goes to the insane asylum so the doctor can talk to somebody. Yeah. Like, you could do that scene differently.
0: I will say, like, it hits a bit of a lull midway through, but then it, like, picks up very quickly. Well, people were
1: saying that they (laughs) feel that there's a love affair developing between Rajesh Khanna and Nanda, and you kind of need some sort of chemistry for that to work, but I wasn't feeling it at all. It's either, like, maybe they're starting to like each other, or... They're just so exhausted from this crazy day that they're kind of connecting. But yeah, it was just like 15 minutes in the middle of the movie where I was checking my watch.
0: I think they have good chemistry, but I don't Not romantic. I don't read anything romantic between the two of them. No,
1: it's it's hatred. I think
0: it's more just the way that the balance of power shifts and yeah. tips back and forth. But
1: that scene where they're setting up a bed thing. And yeah, okay. it, it seems like it's trying to do that or at least kind of lead you down that rabbit hole for a bit. And it just annoyed me because I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even try this. You'd have to start that earlier. Or like, in what situation is a woman whose house has been invaded by an insane madman? It's going to be like, oh, well, you know, it's quirky. I kind of like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's completely unbelievable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can see that. I mean, I do want to push back on your assertion that kind of when it settles into the plot in um, in the house during the storm, that, it, that the noir elements are not as strong. Because I think often with noir, people really focus on the visual elements. Mm-hmm. But I think the narrative elements are just as important. And also, like, I sometimes find, okay... Think about the difference between Brick and Sin City.
1: Yes. So... One is all visual.
0: One, Yeah, Sin City goes really hard for those visual aesthetics of noir.
1: But it's basically a cartoon.
0: Yes. Whereas Brick, Brick is again more, I think gets more into the place of the mode and is more about how to kind of express this sense of nihilism, this sense of desperation this encroaching darkness and paranoia on a very shoestring budget. Yeah. And, and and does it so effectively and does it in color? And so I I sometimes think because because traditional film noir, your classic film noir is in black and white. People think that, you know, that the visual style is, has to be really stark. Sure. And con- and and high contrast. But I don't think I don't think when when noir elements are translated to color that that is the case.
1: I I agree that yes, people think noir is Batman the Animated Series, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But like this, it was just shot so flatly because it has to be because the set's so cheap. Like the doors are wobbling around and the banister's about. But to again, fall over. I
0: think he finds I think he finds he does a few the right angles. Yes, and, and
1: he think... breaks the 180-degree rule quite a bit, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, it's closer to kind of... Let's see if you follow me down this one. Your Herschel Gordon Lewis or the guy who did Peeping Tom mm-hmm. or Samuel Fuller. Yes. Just kind of sensationalist 60s people. I mean,
0: but Fuller was also kind of noir adjacent.
1: Yes. Yeah. He was a war veteran who came back very disillusioned, <laughs> yeah. so it made sense. But like, it, it was kind of in that sort of... 60s independent sleazy filmmaking mode which is not something you almost ever see in Bollywood and I thought was actually pretty cool I just don't think it's in the noir mode
0: okay yeah so putting aside the kind of noir conversation did you like the movie it
1: was pretty good yeah apart from that lull um and the excess amount of male authority figures Mm -hmm. that was pretty cool uh Rajesh kind of does a pretty good job, a great job actually, of being like a wired-up guy who can't even tell if he's crazy anymore. I don't know if he was pretending to be crazy or what, because his his demeanor at the mental institution and before is is nuts. Like he's telling everyone he's going to murder them.
0: He's great, and I think that like that performance easily could have tipped over maybe not to camp territory but just to kind of like
1: he's Norman Bates hes he's yeah. got that kind of well, I don't know what this guy's gonna do energy
0: yeah and I yeah and it just I think it take that takes the right balance because it easily could have tipped into something that's laughable yeah and and it doesn't
1: and Nanda's and really good too yeah she I mean she starts off seeming very innocent but then you peel back the layers on what she's up to and you're just like damn girl
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm which I will say Another noir element, the women in this movie for are,
1: 12,
0: yeah. are up to no good. Yeah, I I loved this movie. It was worth the wait. I'm so glad i finally seen it.
1: I don't I, think it would have been worth paying $100 for the DVD that we found. <laughs> so the amount that we paid well, to watch it on Amazon Prime was about right.
0: We bought the cheaper DVD. It just never arrived. Yeah, We did get a refund. And I did contact the seller and they were like, I sent it. And I was like, well, we never received it. So I don't know uh but we did get a refund so mm-hmm. but no it's really good yeah it's really good
1: i i would have to watch the new one again to see which one i liked better cuz that one definitely plays a lot more with the visual style of noir but it's neo noir so there's like a fluorescent oh, there's yeah, a fluorescent that little, tube that it yeah. doesn't work and there's a dank sort of interrogation room and her apartment is a lot more um shadowy the thing stuff is,
0: the thing about that remake though is so it it takes the story but it doesn't take any of the visual language and I think no. part of what it, is, it
1: just looks like any sort of modern day movie
0: exactly and I think part of what's With really exciting about about this film is this visual language like I just mm-hmm. I don't feel like I've seen anything like this in Bollywood that being said, my knowledge of nineteen sixties Indian yeah. cinema is not extensive by any means.
1: Yeah, but for what we've seen, which is approaching four hundred movies now, I mean it is kind of it is an. We non-life. haven't seen
0: that many from this era though. Not
1: from this era, but yeah. In Bollywood in general. Yeah. This is kind of like a weird sixties precursor to um Raman Raghav or yeah. um
0: and I liked the Maybe lack... Maybe
1: another Vikramaditya Motone film, possibly.
0: I liked the lack of songs. Yeah. I'm, I think that's a good call. I'm not even entirely sure where you would insert a song. It would.
1: No you... one went to a club. How are you <laughs> supposed to have a club song? No. This sidesteps the problem that you get in a lot of uh, Hindi horror movies and thrillers is that the movie just stops for five minutes and you forget about the tension. This is all well, tension the it, whole time.
0: It stops for five minutes to for them to have a conversation that doesn't really work a
1: conversation about going to the beach i think yeah yeah that sucked but uh i guess that scene was the you know non-song equivalent of a filler song
0: <laughs> yeah that's where they the interval and ha- item number would have been
1: she could have been dancing at home to a song like that's how you would have done it
0: yeah She's- or like the because the the uh, wife and the sister are off to a party in the yeah. opening like Maybe you see a clip from the party. I don't know.
1: Or the cop is hanging out in a dive bar. There's lots of ways you could do it. But the fact that he didn't, I think, means that they were focused on making it just a good story. Mm -hmm. And they did. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. And I, you know, I I think I've barely scratched the surface on talking about kind of um, the interesting direction in the film. Mm I think I need to see it again. Uh, but I really do encourage people to, to cue this up.
1: It's on Prime now, so you yeah. don't really have any choice. Better get on it. What are you, it's not like you're going anywhere. <laughs> stay home. Watch It Effect.
0: Is this a good movie to watch while you're stuck at home?
1: It is if you can guarantee that you'll stay home by yourself. <laughs> if someone else comes over. I guess maybe it, it did uh, kind of presage the coronavirus worry of having someone come into your house. <laughs> Except instead of being virused up he's a you know psycho
0: mm-hmm. alright well that brings us to the end of- this
1: might be our quickest episode ever
0: yeah quick and cheap yeah that's, that's how they that's, made Noir
1: the Noir way. imagine uh, tilt your iPhone kind of like 45 degrees to get the full effect <laughs> uh,
0: we'll be back in two weeks with another exciting episode what are we going to be doing then Matt kids movies yeah
1: complete 180
0: Yeah, we're going to be discussing uh, a pair of children's films. Uh, So, Chalar Party and Danak. Uh, I frequently say, you know, like that we don't see a lot of like family movies, movies for kids. Uh, A lot of Bollywood movies, you know, they're about romance and so they kind of focus on adults. Uh, So, I'm really excited to finally watch both of these films that are about children. I think this will be fun. They'll either be be
1: fun or terrible.
0: (laughs) Well, I've heard really good things about both of them. Yeah. Uh, And I think, like, right now, we're very stressed out with everything going on. I think we could just use something easy. Yeah. Uh, So that's what we're going to do in a couple weeks. In the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show?
1: At BollywoodPod, at Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S, at Aaron E. Fraser... Tumblr.com slash Balladers for Lovers, Facebook.com slash Balladers for Lovers. Uh, Becca Dalkey artwork good. Uh, rate and review.
0: Yeah, if you're a fan of the show, please leave us a star rating review on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, you can subscribe to my other show that I do weekly with Paul Matwichuk called Trash Run in the Movies. We just did a episode about uh, union films, films about unions and strikes. Uh, And so we discussed Harlan County, USA, the acclaimed documentary.
1: And
0: Newsies, a musical starring a very young Christian Bale with a very terrible accent. And it's pretty much just an hour of me saying to Paul, why is he speaking like this? Yeah. (laughs) What is going on?
1: Some discussion of dames in that one, too, I think.
0: Uh, You know what? We didn't really talk about Anne Margaret.
1: But she's a dame, though. She is a dame. Not a lot of dames in Harlan County, USA. A lot of, uh, you know... There's
0: some feisty women in Hurricane County, USA. A
1: lot of pistol-packing mamas, but not a lot I would call (laughs) dames to their face.
0: All right.
1: Anyway, uh, stay home.